On today's episode of Strictly Grizzness, Ja Morant. That's it. Go. Commercial. Hi, Tim here. <coughs> and Tammy here. From Tim and Tammy's Tobacco Corner and Tiny Tots Kindercare. Need a babysitter? Tim's great. But when we can't calm your kids down with a smooth cohiba, we blast their little brains with our favorite podcast, Strictly Grizzness. You're gonna let me do some talking. Shut the f*** out, Tim. I promise your kids are safe! Available on Spotify, iTunes, and all major podcast providers. favorite podcast strictly grizzness my name is mo alongside failed chemist kyle how's it going and today we're going to talk about the grizzlies but we not going to talk about a lot of those games because a lot of i don't know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying like we have like two weeks of talking about we're like old news man gotta be better about staying on our schedule yeah where do we start (laughs) (laughs) let's start with that win over the suns 115 to 108 all right, well, we talked about that one. Let's move on to the Bucks. <laughs> With that one, actually, that was a pretty big game. That was a hard loss, man. Dude, I, th- I people doubted it, man. I really thought we, we had a chance. 127-114, but, man, Jaron, that third quarter. Oh, <laughs> like, what can you say about that? Well, he had his career high, 43 points. Yeah, held Giannis to 37. Still, yeah. <laughs> still a good game, but it's Giannis. Wasn't that in there? That's got to be some sort of franchise record there. Oh, there's there's more than just one. So, oh, first one is he's not a franchise record, but he was the youngest player in the NBA since Brandon Jennings in 2009 to score 40, point, 40 points or more. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. But we can get to the franchise records. So, he got nine three-pointers in that game, and that tied Mike Miller's franchise record. And then he also broke Troy Daniels' franchise record of 22 points in one quarter in the third quarter with 26. Is there more? I think that's it for right now, but it's oh, wow. stats alone. I thought there was more. The way you ended that, that sounded <laughs> like there was another one. No, he had seven three-pointers in the third quarter alone. And, of course, one of those is that 27-foot bank, bank shot. shot. The bank is open, ladies and gentlemen, or it was at that time. And Giannis hates Bruno. Yeah, he got a tech. <laughs> did you see the way he was chasing Bruno down the court like I guess Bruno was just being a little too handsy on defense and like it looked like he was about to eat his lunch I'm not joking man he like he was screaming at him like demon spawn like, it, it was, was kind of scary to NBA see. MVP for <laughs> last season alright well that happened a couple weeks ago so moving on we beat the Wizards nothing much to say about that one then we played the Heat Yep, got our first back-to-back win at home this season. Yeah, beat him one eighteen to one eleven. Yep, and Jimmy Butler tried, but didn't work. Mm-mm. And dude, I tell you, Tyler Hero is actually pretty good too. Yeah, dude, he's the one to watch out for on that team. I think he had like twenty-two points, but still, that 
Another rookie. Yeah. Out of nowhere, you know? Well, I don't know about out of nowhere, but... Unexpected. Yeah. And the two big names in college... That's now I'm going off on a whole different thing. <laughs> but I was going to say the two big names in college were who was R.J. Barrett, yeah, Zion. Didn't I mean? Do you hear talking about from, John Morant? Do you, you know? Do you hear anything? I mean, Zion. They're like, oh well, he might be back this time. Like a week ago, they're saying he missed. The, he's going to miss the whole season. Now yeah. they're saying, oh well, he might be back. <laughs> and then they showed him like half-assed th- shooting like some baseline threes, like at at like zero speed. Yeah, he might. We might bring him back early. Like he's, and he him might be injured. ready. It's like, yeah, dude, then, he looks like it hurts him. Yeah, like, and then gets injured immediately. Pull a Saban and ruin your best player. Oh my god, they're gonna ruin his career. <laughs> Hopefully not. No, we beat the Heat. Then on the 18th, we took an L from the Thunder. Yeah, blew a 20 point. Lead. I was in 23 say, point lead, dude. Man. Yeah, we blew that one. That was our game, and like we, we had him, like we had him on the run, and then it was all of a sudden just like our defense was like, you know what? Out of respect, Chris Paul, shoot from wherever you would like. I'm not even going to try. Uh, hey, on the bright side, Brandon Clark, man, off the bench, 27 points. Yeah. That's pretty. Mm-hmm. He was the only one keeping good. it close in that game. Brandon Clark, man. Him and DB. I'll say it once and I'll say it again. That was the steal of the century right there. <laughs> I think Austin would agree. Austin would be in here right now just like, I told you guys. <laughs> but, yeah, Chris Paul was allowed to go anywhere he wanted. That was bullshit. Yeah. Hey, man. You want to drive up the lane? Go for it, bro. Yeah. You want to make some 40-year-old pass? Go for it, man. I'm not going to stop you. Also, speaking of passing, our that game we were literally just like, hey, do you want the ball? I'll throw it right to you. Like we were trying to force it underneath the basket so much to uh, JV that two or three of those, we just threw it straight into like triple coverage. Dude, that that game in, in a nutshell was just one big NBA 2K glitch. Yeah. Like when you're you when you're winning for most of the game and then you start losing, so you try ridiculous stuff to catch up and you just dig your hole even deeper. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> uh, then we took a loss to the Cavs. Okay, we did take a loss. We but. took a loss, but John Moran almost broke the internet. Man, <laughs> dude, if he made that dunk, I mean. You know it's good because people were talking about it for a couple of days after. They're, they're still talking about it. Even Kevin he Love's been it. talking about it. Yeah, and he missed the dunk, and then people are still talking about it. Like, imagine if he made it. Right. People were just like, all right, well, sorry, LeBron. <laughs> so what did uh, what Kevin Love tweet out after that? Oh, man. Uh, didn't, didn't he say it was like, I'm glad he missed that dunk. He could have ended my professional career or something like that. Yeah, he was like, yeah, yeah. John Moran almost ended my my pre- bleh, my professional career. That kid is something else. Yeah, and then they but, also interviewed him about yeah, it. Yeah, there was an interview. Did you, do you have the interview? Yeah. Kevin, just looking at your shirt, do you think this is directed t- more towards Jaw? Yeah, same. I got to wear an ice pack on my head. Kid jumped over me. I'm so glad he didn't finish it because I might have had to do a. Uh, well, you, you can do a uh, medical retire and still get still get all your money. That kid's now he's uh, he's unbelievably impressive. I, I I really didn't think he was gonna take off from there. I mean, he like I went like this afterwards a couple times. I ran down to their bench and I said, I mean he he legit jumped over me. It was just at the very end he he clipped me with his leg. But well, I was so glad he uh, he missed that dunk. Um, you know, I look back, I helped him up, and just kind of, that was like my tip of the hat to him. But, no, the kid is, uh, he's really, really special, and you got to give credit where credit is due. He's- like, legit, almost jumped over him. Well, basically jumped over him, almost had the dunk. He, he almost caught a body. He almost 
He almost committed murder. <laughs> man has a family. Well, does he have a family? Thank you. For the sake of this, yes, that man has a family. <laughs> what you consider a family? Jesus. I wonder if he's going to get any anxiety or panic attacks after that. He seemed like he was in good spirits, but apparently but, it's been a little rough for him lately. That was, I mean, I bet you that. Maybe that's what he meant imagine? by. Oh, man, maybe that's right. what he meant by almost ending my professional career. <laughs> <laughs> Lowered his stock real quick. Uh, did you see, uh, oh, JV had a LeBonner interview. Yeah. It, it, it was nowhere near as like, I'll say, I'll say it cute as the one with Ja. It's, it's kind of awkward, man, but we'll, we'll, we'll let y'all judge for yourselves. I'm AJ, and I'm going to be talking to Jonas Valanciunas. How old were you when you first dunked? Wow, tough question. Uh, I was 12 years old, probably, as I remember. Um, Can you dunk? No. You will. How old are you? 10. Oh, you got two years on you, so. Um, who was your favorite basketball player growing up? Favorite basketball player? Uh, Arvidas Sabonis. You know him? He played no, for sir. Portland Trail Blazers. That was back in the days. Um, what has been your favorite moment playing basketball? When I was 12 years old and I dunked the ball. Um, what what would you be doing if you were not playing basketball? I would be a president. Um, if you could change one thing in um, the NBA, what would you change? Bring back the big mans. Um, what was your favorite pregame meal? Uh, pasta. Pasta. What you like to eat? Um, probably pizza. Pizza, yeah. Okay, I go with pizza too. My last question is: Do you play any instruments? <laughs> no. Do you play? Yes, sir. What? I play cello, violin, and piano. Wow. Okay. We don't have piano. I wouldn't listen. How you play? Oh, you good? Yes, sir. All right. One day, huh? Yes, sir. Thank you. You can tell he's trying so hard, but it's like... <laughs> I mean, English is a second Yeah, language. exactly. But like, he's just answering a question like, nope. <laughs> because, what's he go? How old are you when you could dunk? And he goes, wow, tough question. Yeah. How's that a tough question? That's a, just a question. That's a regular question. That's Maybe a question it was about you and your understand. life. Tough question. He can't remember. Yeah, I feel like that's a mo- like if you play basketball, that's a that's a time you like first time I dunked. You remember that? Twelve years old. It was just it, it just looked painful. What was that like? Thirteen, fourteen years away ago for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, not that far. Yeah. Anyways, some, apparently, he wants to be the president though. Yeah, he does was he quick mean, with that one. Yeah, does he mean like the president, like of the United States? Because sorry, bud, you're no. not a natural born citizen. You can't be one. Number two, is it like a president of a company, like president of the Grizzlies? Or like, like, yeah, I don't know. Or he's either that or he in Lithuania, where he's from. Yeah. Maybe something was promised to, to him, you know, at a young age. You know, hey, <laughs> if you don't make it in like a pro basketball player, you're pretty tall and you show a lot of authority. We'll make you a president. I don't know how it works in Lithuania, but there's a chance that it works that way. If you're tall, you're you're powerful. That's how some countries work that way. Anyways, moving on. We won against <laughs> Sacramento, and we beat them 119-115 in a very close game. At one point, we did have a double-digit lead. And we kept it this time, too. But we kept, yeah, I kept it. <laughs> but still came down to the wire, beat them by four. And Taylor Jenkins had to say this. 
Obviously a big win for us tonight. Um, you know, guys have been putting a lot of hard work. Obviously two tough games on the road, you know, winnable games. Um, you know, really challenge the guys tonight to just find a way to continue to get better in all areas. You know, not dwell in the past. Focus on tonight as another opportunity to just get better. Um, proud of the guys, you know game gets tight in the fourth quarter guys come up with big plays obviously plenty of things we can still do better execution on both ends rebounds here uh just being solid defensively but overall um, we put ourselves in another position to win a ball game we came through you know kind of a funky start to the game um you know it's what three and four back to back you know it's actually the first time i kind of felt our guys were a little slow to get going but our bench was huge tonight for us uh not just the scoring the production but you know we were kind of settling for a lot of shots early bench comes in starts getting our pace going real big emphasis on getting a piece of the paint is our motto those guys did a heck of a job you know started knocking down some threes but getting a piece of the paint and then when our starting unit started coming back into the game with our subs they kind of just picked up on that so the momentum was great uh, our bench was huge for us tonight super proud of them and then super proud of the group to you know find a way in the fourth quarter to come out with a win you know, like most of our guys, it, was just, it took a while for us to kind of find our legs. Um, you know, I know Ja didn't have the scoring night. You know, a lot of pressure is put on him, you know, with their switching defense. And, you know, it, it took him a while to get in the game, but I felt like he came up with some big plays defensively late in the game, uh, big-time rebound that really sparked a run for us. Um, and then Brandon, you know, I thought it took him a couple possessions, but, you know, just uh, he got going, you know, hitting some floaters, coming over against some big rebounds. Um, you know, it was you know, a tough one for us all night for all of our guys, but to see them in their first, you know, pretty much back-to-back, -back, uh, really impressed, and, you know, uh, we'll see it play more times the rest of the year. Oh, yeah, dude. It was the first back-to-back -back for John Murray and Brian Clark, I think, too. Yeah, that's got to be a test in itself. Here's a mini fun fact. We're actually 0-5 or 0-6. I believe it's 0-5 when John Murray and Brian Clark aren't playing. Hmm. With a median – okay, I just I just saw this. Median uh, point margin of 12. Our rookies, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Definitely That's won crazy, the draft man. this year. Definitely won the draft this year. But yeah, didn't Ja have something to say about that too? Yeah, he talked about his first back to back. There's a small little interview. Woo. <laughs> um, my legs was a little heavy tonight. But I mean, I have time to rest after, so um I was just trying to get go out there and just get my all do whatever I can and just help my team. Grayson Allen actually got into double digits too. Yeah, that game too. So that was he's back cool. out there. Add a little speed to our mix. Actually, if you want to talk about double digits, seven Grizzlies got into double digits that game. Whew. Yeah. Playing like a team. Oh, yeah. And then Jay Crowder. The old Jay Crowder got our veteran. Double double. 17 points and 10 rebounds. Good to see him producing again because those last few games, he's just kind of flat. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, so that was all the games that we missed. Yep. And uh, next up on the 23rd, which is Monday, we take on the Spurs here in Memphis at the Forum at 7 p.m. Central Time. Yep. Then we got the Thunder uh, in Oklahoma of, City after that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a pretty tough little stretch there. Spurs are always tough. Well, let's for see us. if we can get a W before Christmas. Right. Yeah. You know? The uh, the Spurs are coming off of a pretty pretty bad loss at home against the Clippers. They just got whooped. That's we'll let them talk about that. Why have anything to do with that? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, dude, speaking of quiet, hey, hey, hey. did you see what happened with his ring? Uh -uh. Like he got his ring, you know, when he went to Toronto, and they gave him his ring. Yeah, a little ceremony. Well, on the inside, it had uh, okay. I I'm I'm gonna butcher this butcher this story, but we can 
corrected, I guess. So he has his like he has his own little uh, inscription. Yeah, he has his yeah. Well, everybody gets an inscription, which by the way, Marcus all got great grind. grind. Yeah, yes, sir. So then um, on his he put his like logo, and he said on his words he said it was like a fuck you, and wow. everybody's asking like a fuck you to who, and it's obviously probably a fuck you to the Spurs. But I don't know exactly what the the full story is because I think it was his logo and I'm I want to say like maybe the Spurs try to buy his logo I don't know, but you know the hand the claw yeah. thing yeah oh yeah there's a lot of controversy around that originally so I don't know I probably butchered that story but there's yeah, there's all the, the ingredients it, right yeah there's all the ingredients you can just put <laughs> your own story together <laughs> and if you know the story don't get pissed off at me all right I don't know the story I'm just trying to whatever dude all right. All right, so uh, let's let we say we lighten the mood with some fun facts. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll start it off and give you a little bit of time to cool down over there. All right, all right. So apparently, there's a Chinese company called Chiaodan. It's spelled Q I A O D A N. So a little bit of pronunciation involved there. But they started illegally. Uh, they illegally named their company Jordan and started making like knockoff shoes and stuff like that using an uh, like altered. Jordan logo so they wouldn't get caught. And now they've their company's gotten so big that they actually advertise at real NBA games. What? <laughs> How is that allowed? Oh, Chow Dan. Okay. Hey, you want to I got a fun fact for you. All right. Is is it fun? It's fun. All right. No. It's no, it's not fun. Well, at the time it was not fun. <laughs> Anyways, Paul Pierce was stabbed 11 times in the face, back, and neck and still played 82 games of the 2000-2001 NBA season. Eesh. And LeBron James takes a load management when he has to play the Suns. <laughs> it's like the 50 cent of the NBA. So, yeah. But yeah, that's crazy. I, I, I've always noticed years. he did kind of have like scars and stuff like that, but I guess I never really checked into it. Yeah, you don't expect someone. You don't expect it to be. They got stabbed eleven times. Yeah, you know, at the worst, you're like, oh man, he's been playing basketball. He was a rough guy. Fell down a lot of times or something. I don't know. Jeez, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, right, lighten the mood back up. I, yeah, I'm on a dark mood today, man. It's this weather. <laughs> it's rainy. So uh, it's a it's the holiday season, man. You're up. Okay. All right. All right. So. Uh, Jeremy Lin got 89 points in his first three starts, and that's the most by any NBA player since the NBA and the ABA merged back in 1976. That's a weird person to have that stat. He had that little stint <laughs> where he was actually pretty good, and everybody was like, oh, Lin Sanity, whatever it was. It's like Lin Sanity or something like that. Jeremy Lin also has a ring. Yes, he does. Before, ooh, oh, man, let's, let's think about this real quick. James Harden. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Paul. For Mike Conley. Yeah. A lot of guys. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell. All right. Sitting on the bench. All right. Ready yeah. to train. So that's a pretty cool fun fact about yeah. Jeremy Lin, who is still somehow relevant. Don't we still have one more? Yeah, there's an uh, All right, last one. Uh, Amari Stoudemire, are you familiar? Yeah. Okay. He is Jewish, and he speaks Hebrew on the basketball court so that no one can understand him. Huh. I guess that doesn't really work when we play like the when they would play like the Israeli teams and like pregame preseason and stuff like that. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. then again, he can understand everything they're saying. Yes, yes, yes. Do you have a good idea but no idea how to get it off the ground? Invent Theft is here to help. Let us publish your invention and take all the credit for it. Absolutely no royalties, but it's all about the recognition, right? 
Here's some testimonials. I invented cars. I invented computers. I invented time. So give us a call at 1-555-YOU-LOSE. That's it, 1-555-YOU-LOSE. You know, park yourself. And we're back. Memphis Minute. Memphis Minute. All right, we have one minute to talk about other things Memphis-related. Yada, yada, yada. Okay, we're not talking about the Grizzlies. We're just going to talk about other things Memphis for one minute. All right, start the timer. And three, two, one, go. James Wiseman has officially left the University of Memphis to pursue the, uh, the 2020 NBA draft. Yeah, didn't really give him much choice. But the Tigers football team plays the Cotton Bowl this weekend, 28th against Penn State. In Dallas. Number 10, Penn State. Journey and Foreigner are coming to the FedEx Forum. I don't know what the dates are. How do you know? Okay, don't worry about it. Just look it up. They're coming to the FedEx Forum. Doobie Brothers, too. To the Forum? Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other side of a couple down streets, uh, Bill Burr is coming to Orpheum. Yep. In right. March. In March. That'd always be a good one. That you was... <laughs> okay. You know he's in The Mandalorian? Bill Burr? Really? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> At one point, they he used, to, like, he used to be a sharpshooter, so they're like... He was an Imperial Forces sharpshooter, and he goes, oh, that explains why he turns around and goes, I wasn't a fucking stormtrooper, all right? Bill <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Burr. Pretty good. Yeah, I definitely want to go to that trip. That was, a, that was a quick minute. Yeah. All right. But still, like we always do, ignoring the minute, let's go back to this Wiseman thing. Yeah. Dude, the NCAA straight fucked him. Yeah, 100%. Like, they gave him no other choice. Dude. Pay back the fine. Oh, yeah, you can't use crowdfunding. People can't give you money because that's tampering. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. How is this kid? He can't, he can't have a job. Not like he can't have a job, but he has no time for it. So, How do you expect him to pay, get this money and not accept money from people? So with him leaving now, I guess he doesn't have to pay the fine, right? Because now he's not no, affiliated yeah, with the that's, that, that was the That was the, re- the resolution. Wow. Yeah. Could you imagine if the Grizzlies picked him up? That'd be nuts. And could you imagine <laughs> if the Tigers won, like, won a championship and hung a banner in the forum and he had to, like, play in the forum and see the banner? Mm hmm. It should be a big old middle finger to the NCAA. Like, where, where do you guys get off ruining kids' lives? Like, I'll say I mean, it's it not again. The first time. This is not no, the first time. No, it's not. That someone needs to look into that. That, that Ohio lawyer, I'm pretty sure, still is. Well, people say that every every season. Somebody needs to look into this. The NCAA is so big. They're just, I mean, yeah, but who's that, gonna stop them? You know, like they're just they run shit. Yeah, but it's been said that in the NCAA, once an eligibility case is closed, it is closed. That file is closed, and it takes someone extremely powerful with a lot of influence to get that reopened. Now, who could that have been? There's other people besides Cal Perry, but I get what you're going with. Yeah. 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 Other He's people that suspect. were butthurt. Yeah. Um, Whatever. Whatever. Hey, man, but look, dude, we haven't lost a game without him. That's true. You know I'm I'll take like, it. And then we got Kimi Onis coming back, too. And we beat, and we beat too. UT. That was yeah, huge. You know? that, was, that was awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if it was more fun to watch fine. the game or watch their fans' faces. Yeah, Saw people, a lot of middle fingers on live television. People forget, you know, we still have a solid squad. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not the team sport, you know. It's still so. we still got the number one recruiting class. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna move on to some NBA news. All right, regular NBA news. We'll start with like probably the most recent, yeah. which is got to be Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, which that wasn't even that big of a deal. Like, yeah, he did break the rules 
Like you can't walk up in the stands, you know. For those of y'all who don't know, he he apparently a fan was cussing at him throughout the whole game. So he got out of walked off the bench and went up into the stands, not to punch him, not to pull some Ron Artest Metal World Peace things, bitch slap some dude in the face, but talk to him and it looked pretty amicable, like those guys look like douchebags, man. Yeah, they did. They did. But then they ended up the two fans ended up getting kicked out. You violated your little fan card that they give you. I don't know if they give them cards there, but... They have to. It's yeah. And then they also ejected Isaiah Thomas because he walked up in the stands. Did you hear what the, what the actual conversation was? Uh-uh. You didn't? Oh, man. Um, there's an interview, but the gist of it is that he, he said he walked up there. Isaiah Thomas walked up there, and he calmly went up to him and said, Listen, man, because you didn't hear why he, did, why he went up there. Is he missed two free throws. And this guy, this Philly fan was sitting there. He was running back, and this Philly fan was sitting there, and he was uh, had both middle fingers up and was saying, like, you know, fuck you, bitch, fuck you, bitch. And he said it three Jeez. times. And, um, yeah, so so that happened. And so Isaiah Thomas, you know, they I guess they called a timeout, and then Isaiah Thomas walked up there, went up to the guy and calmly said, listen, man, I'm still a man, you know? Like, you can be a fan. Or he said something like that, like, I'm a man, treat me like a man. And you can just be a fan or something like that, like calmly. Yeah. And the guy's response was, "I'm sorry, man. I just wanted a frosty," because apparently, or no, he okay. That's what it was. He made a he made a, a second free throw, and if he missed both those free throws, the fans would have got frosties. Ah, uh, wow, that's petty. So, yeah, so that was his that was his excuse. And that was like the end of it. And you couldn't go story. buy a dollar frosty. Like what are they like? Maybe two bucks. Dude, that, yeah, what, like a dollar. I'm, I'm sure. pissed off about a cup of lard. <laughs> dude <laughs> a frozen cup of lard that's a story that like caught like that gained a lot of weight and then just disappeared real quick yeah because it, it like there's no real story i mean nothing came out of it you are fake news this guy's got ejected he got ejected for breaking now you definitely knows. don't get a frosty well um do you hear about that uh shortened season proposal yeah something about it i don't know yeah. the details 70 all right so the whole proposal is a 78 game regular season's shorten it up obviously but also there's an in-season tournament where it's a 30 team in-season tournament and whatever team wins each player gets a million dollars on top of that the tournament decides who would be the seventh and eighth seed teams and they take the top 10 teams from the east and the west and they would make automatically make the playoffs basically like their chance for the playoffs would be higher and judging based on how they do for the rest of the season their stock moves up in the seed tree okay Okay. How do the people feel about that? Well, apparently Adam Silver's been trying to do this since like 2016, so it's been in talks. But they had a third comp- uh, third party company do a study, and apparently, I don't know who they talked to. They definitely didn't talk to us. 60% of fans are interested in a shorter season, which we've talked about that before. I agree with that. 68% are also interested in an in-season tournament. And then on top of that, 75% are, is- are interested in a play-in tournament to decide the playoffs. And apparently a lot of that influence is like coming from FIFA and like soccer and stuff like that. Well, I mean, their ratings are down. People don't want to see 82 games of James Harden getting everybody fouled out. So yeah. <laughs> it makes traveling. sense that they're trying to, you know, this would make, this would just make it more interesting to watch. I mean, dude, I hear it all the time. Like people talk about, you know, I'll talk about something about basketball, especially when it's like football season, you know, you still got the bowl games coming up. You still got, you know, NFL football's going on and, I don't know. People are just like, man, just another basketball game. Like I can't follow basketball. It's too many, you know, games. You know, there's no point in following it right now. It doesn't get fun till the end. That's why fantasy basketball is so damn hard. 
Just same thing with baseball, man. Baseball. Oh, yeah. Don't even get me started. Like, oh, so many freaking games. But man. yeah, I mean, it makes sense though, because like in soccer and stuff like that, they have all these inner season tournaments and stuff, and that like helps them move throughout. Yeah. And it, I mean, that makes total sense because it, it it's more to play for rather than oh we can still lose these amount of games and we'll still make it to the playoffs. You know, it's like yeah. no, 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 you got to play. You got to play. We you shouldn't tank. You guys want a million dollars? Don't tank. You got you, you got to be the best team, you know. Yeah, that's a step in the right direction, in my opinion. I think that'll be pretty cool. I mean, obviously, it's not going to go smoothly the first year. I really think it's going to be a freaking train wreck. Yeah, apparently they're not going to do it till like twenty twenty one, and it's like a trial period, and then the managers and the coaches and stuff and the players are going to vote whether they want to keep it. Okay. We'll see what happens. All right, there you go. See what happens with the challenge too. The stupid challenges are worthless. Yeah, that, I mean, it looked good at first, but now there's so many stipulations and rules behind it that even the refs don't know what to do. Like that's what I'm saying. Like that went. That was supposed to be something so simple. Like, hey, we're just gonna give them this challenge, and it's been such a freaking hard process to integrate this into the game. With you know, yeah. So in football, I, I you like just throw adding, a flag. Adding a whole tournament in the middle of the season to shorten the. I, I feel like that's like you're going in way over your head. You can't even handle a challenge flag. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, but that's I guess it's a good it's a good idea on paper in theory. You know? That's how they all start. Uh, didn't the NBA get a new policy too? Yeah. So um, is the NBA spying on us? Dun dun dun. So um, yeah. So the NBA has a new privacy policy for like any interaction you have with them digitally. So like going to the websites, reading and like reading articles, anything that has to do with the actual NBA, the NBA.com, their store, stuff like that. Obviously they can take the information you give them like addresses and, e- and email addresses and things like that. But now they can also take whatever data they can find off your device. So like so, okay, browsing so- history, they can use cookies to go in there and like, a lot of things that main websites do, but it's like, why do y'all need that? Yeah. So what about like a 2K? Because you go to the NBA store. Yeah. 2K. So that yeah. even that. They said, they specifically said device. They didn't name specific so, wow. ones. Do you hear that 2K players? They're spying on us. <laughs> FBI. That's what they're using it for. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, what else? Harden broke a uh, franchise assist record. Yeah. For the Rockets. 4,403 assists a lot of assisting and that was just when he broke it so it's it's higher than that now yeah i mean he still he did i don't know what his record was with the uh, okc but he was when he's sixth man of the year i think yeah so like yeah he was he's been doing it passing the ball and getting people to foul out yep yeah his James i don't Harden agree with the way he plays show. man i'm not gonna lie i used to like him but this recent couple years man well, that's what basketball's turned into just like actually, somebody asked me why the ratings were so down because we were talking about it this last weekend at dinner, and uh, we were watching. I think I forgot what game it was, but the the Rockets were playing, and it was like perfect timing because I was like, "Yeah, NBA, you know, ratings said they said the ratings are down this season," and the guy was like, "Oh, I wonder why," and I just like pointed at the TV like right when he said that it was James Harden. I was like, "That's why, right there, that guy." Uh, yeah, that guy single-handedly is ruining the game and but it's like benefiting him so whatever i wouldn't you know? say he's the only one but he's definitely like a we catalyst, started a trend you know? man he you can't i mean i'm sure people were doing it before him but they it Bob wasn't City. as common it wasn't as no. i mean yeah remember yeah remember the clippers no, that was yeah. that was horrible but um yeah that was back when chris paul was playing with uh blake griffin 
And then like right after Chris Paul got traded, did you hear about that? He went into the, he still had, he still like knew the back way into the Clippers um, locker room. And he, and before one of the games pregame, he just walked in there when like his first game back playing against the Clippers after he got traded, walked in there and had an altercation quote unquote with Blake Griffin to the point where Blake Griffin called the cops on him. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were in commercials together. Um, yeah. <laughs> How's Gamefly doing? <laughs> oh, um, talk about Giannis. Oh yeah, Giannis and the Bucks. So yeah, sounds like sounds like a band. Giannis, Giannis and the Bucks. So um, so Giannis and the Bucks went to um a medium security prison in Wisconsin to talk to some of the inmates, and, like hear their stories. That's pretty cool. Yeah, apparently Giannis said, I wasn't seeing guys that made mistakes. I was just seeing humans, humans that were laughing, that were trying hard, humans that shared their stories, that really touched me, and I realized something. sometimes we take things for granted. That's not going to happen again. So, obviously a humbling experience. That was also after their, they uh, lost their 18-game winning streak to Dallas without Luka. Yeah. 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 Man, we could have been that team, though. We could have been that team that broke their streak. Yep. But I'm glad that they lost their streak to – it wasn't like the Lakers or something. you know? Right, like, like something expected. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The Bucks are pretty freaking good. Which which one was more of a humbling experience? Losing to the Mavs without Luka or going over to prison? That's a joke, obviously. We know which one's more humbling. <laughs> one's real. <laughs> So what about that Raptors fan? That guy wears a turban. Oh, the super fan. Yeah. So I'm sure everyone's seen this guy. His name, I'm going to butcher this so hard, man. It's Nav Batia, I believe that's how you say it. Anyways, it's Punjabi. And he's a Canadian businessman, but he's the super fan for the Toronto Raptors. This guy is like always at the games. Courtside. I'm sure you've seen him. He wears the thing on his head. Um, so this guy arranged for... A, I believe it was a 13-year-old Lakers fan who was recently diagnosed with cancer arranged for him to meet LeBron James in person on Christmas Day. That's awesome. That's that also awesome, awesome on LeBron's part, too. You know? Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. See, that's a good... That's what a fan's supposed to be, man. It doesn't yeah. matter. I don't know. Well, speaking of the Raptors, uh, Siakam strained his groin and Gasol pulled his hamstring. And they're both out indefinitely. Gasol's hurt again. Once. Yeah, those legs. Those long legs. Can't keep them healthy. Uh, Mike Conley's out too. So that's Sheesh. two. I, I I hate to say it though, but it's kind of glad we're not plagued with those injuries anymore. You know what I mean? It's like a weight Outside looking in, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh man, I remember those years. Knock <laughs> on wood right now. But Yeah, shit, Kyle. I say these things. It's going to be Kyle's fault. If something happens, it's going to be causal. You're the one calling attention to it. Yep, because you did it. You did it, Kyle. Whatever, man. Let's do on the hustle. What do you say? Well, I don't know if I'm going to make the music as funky this time. You put me in a bad mood. Okay, let's go. On the hustle. So since the last time we spoke, Kyle, the hustle have gone on a 3-1 run, beating Sioux Falls, Texas, and the Rio Grande Vipers. Then they finally lost in the winter showcase. Uh... 104 to 101 to the Grand Rapids Drive, which is Detroit Pistons G League team. Dusty Hand is off the bench with 24 points. Watanabe lead scorer for the hustle, 26 points. Uh, still number one in the West, number one in the league actually. Uh, 14 and two record, best 
uh, record in the league. And some of you people don't know what the Winter Showcase is because you don't follow the G League. And listen, nobody <laughs> blames you because it's the G League. Yeah. Um, but so anyways, the Winter Showcase is where all teams in the league travel to one city and play in front of NBA general managers and player personnel executives from all 30 NBA organizations. So it's like well, a scouting run? Yep. And it's actually 28 games over four days. So the hustle's next game is actually tonight. And we're recording this on Sunday, and I have no idea what the hell is going to happen tonight because I can't predict the future. But we'll cover that one on the next one. So don't go crazy when this gets posted on Monday. And you're like, well, dang, they already played the herd. But then again, nobody follows the G League, so no one's going to know unless they actually want to. Want to. Okay, whatever. Go look it up yourself. Yeah, go look it up, man. Why, why are you asking me, dude? So, yeah, on the hustle. <laughs> so we could yell at you for a minute. I don't know. Do you have anything else? I feel like I do. Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. Well, no, you can't see. You got to say happy holidays. I said Merry Christmas. I know what I said. No regrets. I'm going to own it. Merry Christmas, Kyle. Merry Christmas, Mo. I actually don't celebrate Christmas, Kyle. So, yeah, I guess we'll just end it on a nice, happy, happy holidays note. And a nice Merry Christmas note. All right, guys. Until next time. Keep doing what you're doing. Nope, there was going to be nothing after that.